You looking for an online sports book with fast payouts and easy to use interface? Look no further than mybookie.ag. Payouts in only two business days, the best customer service out there, the best odds, and even live betting. Go take a look for yourself at mybookie.ag, and once you figure out that it's the best, sign up with promo code WCE50 for a 50% deposit bonus. That's mybookie.ag, promo code WCE50. I'm Gary Seegers. Catch me on Twitter at GaryWCE. And I'm Chris Giannini. Follow me at ChrisBGiannini. And this is the Winning Cures Everything podcast from winningcureseverything.com. Before we get started, please subscribe to the podcast, share it, and review it. We cannot stress how important those reviews are for iTunes rankings, so help us out. Those of us who love this sport live for nights like this. You are looking live at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. Can you believe it? It's football. I've been watching it for 40 years. 40, 40 years. Oh, my gosh. This is Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. That's right. That's right. Winning Cures Everything with Gary and my brother. What's going on, man? (laughs) This is episode number 181, maybe? Maybe 182? I don't know. It's the uh, the Wednesday, December 20th edition of the show. So, uh, look, we got a lot to catch up on. Yeah, there was a crazy NFL Sunday. It it most certainly was. There's not a whole lot to talk about with the uh, with the bowl games and whatnot. Um, I missed uh, a lot of them. You missed a couple of them. I missed more than you. Yeah, yeah. for the for the first weekend. Not good for me, but great for you. Nah, I don't know if it's uh, great, but not not a whole lot to not a whole lot to get into with with the bowl game. So we'll we'll just skip out on the bowl stuff. Well, you want to you want to talk a little college football coaching stuff? We can do that. What you got in mind? Herm Edwards was hired. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Herm Edwards was hired at Arizona State. All right. And he was supposed to just fill a spot and they wanted to keep the entire staff together. Yes. It didn't work out that way, did it? Not at all, not at all. Um, One coordinator left. But see, for that was the Louisiana. Was it Louisiana Monroe? Louisiana Tech. Louisiana, Lu, Louisiana Lafayette. Lafayette. That job. was Billy Napier, a uh, former Alabama uh, wide receivers coach, mm-hmm. who was the Arizona State offensive, offensive coordinator, coordinator last year. Defensive coordinator said, "I'm just." Phil gonna, Bennett said, "I'm out. I'm just going to. I'm done with this." Uh, which? Why did he even take the job last year? You know, it's like sweet mother of God. What is the holdup? Like. Why wait this long? After all the Baylor stuff, why not just like I don't understand the reason that they hired Herm Edwards to begin with was so that they could keep the coordinators. They wanted to keep the entire staff totally intact, and they just needed a face of the what, what do they call him? A GM? They they wanted yeah. him to be the GM of the program. Yeah, and instead well, now he's going to GM himself and then. Entire new coaching staff. Just ridiculous. Just well, I mean, he's still got his position coaches, I guess. You know, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, my God, like it, the whole thing is just just a mess, right? So I'm now wa- watch it end up being stupidly successful. Herm Edwards is is all in from what everybody is saying on uh, the defensive coordinator at Texas Tech. 
and he has done a hell of a job. And I forget his name, but he has he has done a great job at turning around that defense. Right? Texas Tech was a joke defensively, and now they're at least like they're at least stopping teams. Well, they're respectable considering the fact that they don't they still don't have any talent at the defensive side of the ball. Exactly. All the best players go to offense. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's all I, scheme. It's all scheme. And so they're doing a great job. So that's your college update. We, so we yeah, there's college. There there's go. there's not a whole lot on there, but but you know, there's something. There's something. There you go. So we could talk about Jimbo Fisher taking Memphis's uh, offensive coordinator. No. Uh, Daryl Dickey. Yeah. We don't pass on that. That didn't move the needle for me. Nope, nope, me either, me either. All right, let's talk some NFL games. Look, Thursday night, um, well, you know, yeah, we'll start on Thursday night. That'll be fine. So Thursday. I didn't know this game happened. (laughs) was the Broncos and the Colts. It was pretty awful. Pretty terrible. Uh, Brock Eisweiler got a win. Uh, He came in for the, again, injured Trevor Simeon, who started the game and then got knocked out like, like he has done. Quite a bit. Um, I mean, what? Is, you know, the easiest money I've made all year. What's that? I've had to, I've had to ride it out in my account for the longest time. But that Colts over under bet. It was what seven was, and a half. Who thought they were going to be eight and eight? Well, whenever they thought that, because in this, I don't, we, don't we have Andrew hold Luck. On, hold on, no, we we haven't even really talked about this. But they were talking about him playing in the first game. Like, three weeks before the season. And I told you he wasn't going to play a snap this whole season. I, no, I, I agreed with you. Yeah. But, like, why lie? That, why, Jim that Ursay, organization. Chuck Pagan, that is a disaster. That whole thing there. So, is, I listen to a lot of other guys, and, and like, like I'm a big fan of Mike Lombardi. He's over at the ringer now. He ran the Cleveland Browns for a while. He's, he's been a part of a lot of front offices in the NFL. I'm I'm a fan of his. I I like his train of thought. He says out of the seven to nine coaching openings that are going to open up this year, that's the best one. I don't know what the rest of them are. I just why dis- why I, is that the best one? He believes in Andrew Luck still. Look, I, okay, I can understand that part. I, that's why like, I, I, I get that because I, I think that Luck when he's when he's healthy is all right, but like. You still have to have an organization around you that is that is good. They they are so far away from being a quarterback away from being good. I don't want to. Oh, touch I agree. That. I mean, the, the Andrew lines- Luck has shown he cannot stay healthy because they get him killed on a regular basis. What well, well, I would Jacoby Brissett at least made them like respectable, but everybody else inside that organization. I mean, bottom line, you're like- fired. And in case your ears are fucked, get the fuck out. All of them. All Every of them. one of them. A lot of them. Pagano's gone. Oh, Ursa, man, oh, I'd, I'd have fired Ursa. Yeah. I'd, have, I'd have found a way for the NFL to kick him out. No, I can't do it. Get him can't out of there. It. Look, man, like, my Browns have the same problem. I mean, if I could get rid of Haslam, it'd be a great thing. I'm sure the the Redskins. Yeah, that ain't I'm sure the Redskins fans feel the exact same way. That's but, I'm I'm getting so fired up over there. I'm not even a Colts fan. I don't care. It just bothers me that they're so poorly ran. Yes. How this is this is the very definition. Of being born with a silver spoon just straight up your ass. It's a, how in the world this guy is is a useless person in the society. But he was born to a rich daddy, and he had everything handed to him. And what does he do? He just jacks it all up, just pisses it all away. Yeah, 
Now you're right about that. This is why poor folk hate rich folk. It's because so we, we see we see Jim Irsay and we're just like, I just want to throw that guy off a building. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Whole thing's dumb. Whole thing's terrible. Dumb. Thursday night game. We spent a lot of time talking about how much we hate the Colts. Saturday afternoon, NFL Network, Bears got beat by the Lions 20-10. to 10. This game was as boring as the score indicated. Mitch Trubisky got 300 yards passing, but he had a touchdown and three picks. Um, Matt Stafford, you know, won another kind of blog game, got no help from uh, his running backs. You know, the usual Detroit Lions game, right? And they are about the most average team in the world, 8-6, and six, uh, my guess is they'll probably lose out. Um, yeah, uh, well, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, maybe lose not. Maybe out, not. But I don't think they're making the playoffs. No, I mean they, they they'll probably end up nine and seven. Yeah, nine and seven, which is a, the most average. Like, hey, we're pretty good, but we're not good enough to do anything. That's right. Like, and Matt Stafford is locked up there forever, forever. Oh, and Stafford's legit though. Oh, he's legit. But so that's, now you he got has Saturday nothing night. around him. Let's move on to this game. This game's boring. Saturday night game, the premium game, man. This was a. Blockbuster ball game. That division, like for the division. For, yeah, winner take all right here. Chiefs 30. The Chiefs are. Chargers 13. Are they back? I, look, I'm, I'm going to go with. Three weeks straight, they've scored over 30 points. I'm feeling good. I mean, they. Look, Kareem Hunt, he's. Uh, they're looking like they have figured this thing back out. Yeah, it's like, I want to know what happened in the middle of the year. Like, what happened? I don't know. Like I, and it wasn't like they played great talent. Man, they've lost some bad teams. Yeah, they, they lost. They look really – did they lose whew. to the Giants? Yeah, they lost they to the Giants. They did lose to the Giants. Yeah, they, they lost some bad games, man. Like, they, I mean, they, they – it's not like, oh, well, they played a really tough part of their schedule. No, no, they they just look like crap. No, they, they were – it's the – you know, the middle of the season was just, you know, a regular regular whatever. I think I think the uh, I think the Chargers can still make the playoffs. Yeah, they're seven and seven. I mean, it, it's going to take winning out. It, but it'll take winning out and getting some other people beat. No, right? no, they get to nine wins, they're in. Because you you got to get Tennessee beat twice. I don't think that's hard. You got to get uh, the Ravens beat. You got to get man. I don't even know what the standings are. You got the standings pulled uh, up. Let me see if I can find them real quick for you, sir. So there, you you got that pulled up. All you got to do is press the yeah, press AFC. the button. See. What you got? What go you, tell playoff. me. Tell me where we're going. Spot. All right. Chargers are seven and nine. They are behind Baltimore, Buffalo, and Tennessee. Buffalo's got two losable games coming up. Back who, to back. Who are they playing after the Patriots? Uh, Do you know? Now I got to toggle back. Hold on. They they already beat the Dolphins. Uh, is it the Jets? I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet it's no. It's I'm gonna bet it's the uh, uh, Dol- uh, Dolphins again. Because it's all. I thought they'd already beaten the Dolphins twice. Nope. They. Played the Dolphins once. They beat them. Oh, it's not giving me Week 17's numbers. Well, isn't that just some crap? Yep, it's the Dolphins at Miami too. All right, at Miami, so they could end up losing that game. They could they could easily lose both their games. So the Ravens, uh, very possible that they win out. Yeah, the Ravens are going to be tough in this situation. The Titans have the Rams and Jacksonville. I think the Titans can and will lose out. So they'll be eight and eight. So, I, I, I think the Chargers can get in. I don't think that they need that much help. I think both just, the teams sitting in the wild card spot right now in Tennessee and Buffalo don't make it. And I think both the teams right behind them do make it. Yeah, I can see that. I, can I, th- see that. I think the Titans are 
garbage. Who do the Chargers got left? They got the Raiders and uh, and somebody else. I think they got the Raiders and uh, they're in. I think it's all divisional, so it's the Raiders Broncos? and the Broncos. Hmm. Yeah, the Broncos are hot are, garbage. Those are both winnable games. They're, yeah, they're. That's a bad team. And Broncos I think are they have them both. Not that they have a great home field advantage. I think they have them both. Oh no. They play the Jets this week, and then they have the Broncos. Ah, the Jets and the Broncos. Okay. I think I think they're going to win out. I think they're going to get the nine wins, and I think nine gets you in in the AFC. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's jump off that. The Chiefs look like they're back to normal. Uh, the Chargers they'll probably win out and at least make the playoffs. Uh, we had. Do we want to talk Sunday night or we? Let's start early Sunday. How's okay. that? Let's start early on. Yeah, let's let's not let's not get too crazy. Uh, Bills and Dolphins. Bills beat the Dolphins twenty four sixteen. Not much to talk about there. The it, it, both of those teams are kind of kind of garbage. Uh, the Bills were up twenty four to six going into the fourth quarter, so it was just whatever. Um, let's uh, let's see. Eagles. You know what? Eagles. Yeah, I was just about to say. Let's go to the Eagles game. Eagles thirty four. The Giants twenty nine. Nick, Nick Foles. Nick Foles said, "Hey, I can do this." Two hundred thirty seven yards and four touchdowns. If they had lost that game, that was not on him. No, that no. drove me nuts early in the game. Look, they were down at halftime, twenty three to twenty one, playing at New York. That defense was defense and all special defense. teams fell apart for for Philadelphia. Yeah, they really did. And Nick Foles brought them back from the ashes. I like it. I like it. I, I I don't know that the Eagles are are a great team. I don't know that they're a Super Bowl contender without Carson Wentz. Yeah, I don't either. But Nick I Foles is at least them, serviceable. I, we'll get into we'll get into teams that we like later. I don't see them beating two teams in the NFC. Yeah, you're probably right. So, all right. Well, let's jump off that. Let's move to the next. Uh, well, let's like, hang on. Let's let's one more early game that was a big big game. Green Bay at Carolina. I was going to get to Green Bay. This knocked Green Bay out of the playoffs. Yep, and also put Aaron Rodgers back on the IR. That's right. Well, not because he really got hurt, but just well, they can't yeah. win. Let's open a roster spot. Yeah, so going to get somebody else out there. there. Carolina uh, is looking good, man. Look, it, we, we're going to talk a little bit about this catch rule crap, but explain to me how when uh, – what's the kid's name? Demarius Bird? Okay. When – so he – Cam Newton throws a pass into the end zone. Both the the Packers player, like the Packers defensive back, I think it was HaHa Clinton Dix. Him and Bird both are are trying to get the football. Neither one gets possession. The ball flies up in the air. Bird catches it while he's in the air, and when he lands, he lands both out of bounds and inbounds. They call it incomplete. To that, begin with. That would be an incomplete pass. They overturned it and rolled it a touchdown. Then he couldn't then they, they said that one, somehow he was not out of bounds and inbounds. That's I think he was literally, somehow inbounds. literally this is how it was explained to me. It is because his left butt cheek touched oh, no. inbounds. I saw that play. I know, I know his right one did. Well yeah, no, that's it. So any part of your body it'd be like if his left elbow hit inbounds. And then he fell out of bounds. But but if you saw feet, you have to get both in. But any single body part, not your feet and not your hands, counts as two feet. That, that is, is part of the rules. Insane to me. But that's but no, that's the right rule. That is the correct. That is the correct I, I, call. I understand what that what that rule is, but dear God. Yeah. But it's the exact same thing as a toe drag. Like your foot's not down. If if your heel. 
touches down and then your foot lands out of your toes out of bounds, it's an incomplete pass. But if your toe drags and your heel bounces out of bounds, it's a complete pass. The toe is more important to the foot than the heel. The whole thing is I, I get what you're saying. I understand yep. the rule. It is just asinine to me that this is what it comes down to. And it it seems like we have more of these all the time. Well, right? the reason like you we have more of these all the time. But the reason we have more of these all the time is because these games are highly contested. These are premium superior athletes oh, yeah. that that are so equally and evenly matched that it comes down to second by second frames. Yeah. That determine ball games. We say we don't like it, but I would rather watch this than my Rams beat the crap out of a team at home by 50. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. Or on the road by 50. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, they, yeah, they beat the other team at home. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's just recap some of these. The Redskins get a win 20-15 to 15 over the Cardinals. Blaine Gabbert is awful. Um, I don't like him. Kirk Cousins gets another win. They almost gave this one away. Do you think Bruce Arians retires after this year? I do not know. Like, do you think he wants one more go at it with, like, healthy players? Like, are they going to go and try to get a quarterback? Well, that's the question. He's not – I have no idea. Like, he does, you he know Carson Palmer is not going to be healthy. No, he, he has to have a quarterback. He has to find a quarterback. Like, everything else on that team is kind of set up, right? Like, you just got to get a quarterback in there. Uh, the Vikings. Well, that be- defense is getting older by the minute, though. Exactly, the but they, they're, still, they out. they're still in a good enough spot to where they could win, and they could win big. Okay, but they just—they're not—they're not there yet. Uh, Vikings thirty-four, Bengals seven. Not much to talk about there. Vikings are awesome on defense. Bengals. Uh, Marvin Lewis. We can talk about Marvin Lewis real quick. He is—he's uh, leaving the Bengals at the end of the year. Well, he has denied that. I did not see where yeah. he denied it. Adam Schefter reported that he is looking at other options, which the way his team has played, I'm, I'm not sure what other options he would have. But um, he has den- he's come out and denied those claims. He says it's not true. You buy it? No, I don't think he's going to have a choice. I think he's going to be fired. So he should be looking for other options. Yeah. And he should be fired. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, I, I definitely now, agree with that. Now, Minnesota, this team is fast. They have speed. They have power. That defense is great. This, this I love was, this team now that the Eagles are. They were out. This was a goose egg. This was they were they had them to nothing, and then they got a garbage time touchdown. Yeah, we got a Teddy Bridgewater sighting. That's always good. He didn't have a great finish to the set game. It didn't matter. He got some reps. He got some playing time and garbage time. And that made me proud to see. Oh, absolutely. So, we didn't think that guy would ever walk again, and now he's taking NFL snaps. Speaking of walking, the Saints uh, decided to sleepwalk through the Jets, 31-19. Uh, look, I had the or I had the Saints minus 15.5. I should have known better. Can't lay that many points. In the Can't NFL. lay that many points. Um, the Jets are a team that have played hard all year. I have no clue how they're scoring touchdowns, but they've played hard all year. Bilal Powell, uh, he had 44 yards and, and a touchdown. And Bryce Petty threw his first touchdown of the year, so that was good. Uh, Drew Brees, 285 yards, two touchdowns. Mark Ingram, 74 yards, two touchdowns on 12 attempts rushing. 
Like, they just kind of... Alvin Kamara looked good. You know, they just kind of... All right, let's 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 get to the Falcons again. Like, they are they are ready for this Falcons game. Like, I, I, very rarely do you see teams that are so fired up for for a rematch because they felt they got screwed yes, sir. in that I last think, game. And I think they did get screwed in the last Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely they did. The last early game that's uh, worth Ravens talking and Browns. about. No. Oh, well, Ravens beat the Browns 27-10. No one cares. Jags, Texans. That's, that's, that's it. That one? Three games straight, Jacksonville. They lost to Arizona. Nobody understands how they lost that game. They've scored 30 every game after that, and they've beaten the hell out of everybody they've played. Blake Bortles, 326 yards and three 45 touchdowns. 45 points. Without Leonard Fournette in this game. Yeah, uh, Grant ran, what, 10 times, 69 yards, and had a touchdown? And this is this is insane to me. Can this team be as special as that Tampa Bay team that won a Super Bowl, the Baltimore teams have won Super Bowls, that just, we don't need an offense. Our defense and special teams are so good. Look, Doug Maroney, you remember when he left Syracuse? Like, yeah, to go coach, what the was Bills. It, the Bills? They were good. No, the Bills were and, good. Uh, but they were good, but he left the Bills thinking that he would get another job. Yep. Like, before he ever had anything else lined up, he said, like, y'all don't know what you're doing here. Well, they had just sold the team, and he had an out. Yeah. He had an out clause that if the team was sold, he could opt out of his deal. He had thought he had overperformed his contract, and so he opted out thinking he would get a new contract. Not only did he not get a new contract, but no team touched him. No, he, he got an assistance job with the Jaguars. Um, Gus Bradley was the coach, and he could not do anything but the Jags won both of the games with uh with Maroney as the interim last year and they're he, a 10 win team right he now. has completely turned that entire franchise around they are yes he's he's a good coach man I he, agree. he was good at Syracuse he was good with the Bills yeah real good and he's great with the Jags no I, th- I think and if you don't think Tom Coughlin knows how to run a football program. You're crazy. You're just crazy. The people in New York should be drawn and quartered for running that old man out. Yeah, I agree. He knows how to run a football program. You think uh, You think they find a way to get Bortles out and, and get Eli Manning in there? No. You don't think so? No. I think they're going to ride with – I think they've done it with him. I don't think you can take him out. Especially lately, now he's actually putting up numbers and not throwing picks. He's is he getting better? Yeah, I mean he he looks a lot better. Like I mean, three hundred twenty six yards and three yeah, touchdowns. That's what I'm saying. No interceptions, and that's against the Texans defense. And it, the yeah. Texans defense has been like the one thing that's been pretty good. That's right. You know, I, I've this team kind of scares me in the AFC. I'm a Pats fan. This team scares me. This is the kind of defense that would absolutely give Brady fits right now because now, y'all's, y'all's offensive line is hot garbage. No, God, no. And we can't give anybody uh, pressure, so he's got all day to throw the ball. Everybody yeah. with a running back can beat us if Leonard Fournette's healthy. Now, you being a Steelers fan, you got to be very careful. Oh, I d- You have the tiebreaker. If they went out and y'all went out, you both end up. Well, if, if the Steelers – all right, so the Steelers have the Browns and – Houston. Houston. You'll, you'll win That's both a, your yeah. games. So, so they'll win out, and we've got one game up on them. Because the Steelers are 11-3, and three, the Jags are 10-4. and four. 
So if we went out and the Jags went out, then okay, the Steelers matter. have the bye. Okay. But the tiebreaker is to the Jags. So if if somehow y'all lose to the the, the Browns, Browns or, the, or Jags, the Jags or uh, uh, Browns or Texans, whatever. Yeah. You would I lose don't the tiebreaker. You'd lose home field advantage. You have to play on Wild Card Sunday. That's a big deal. Yeah. You don't want to be playing week one. You need to get healthy. Yeah, that's I I agree. That's that's crazy. That game where they came into Pittsburgh and kicked the crap out of you, it, like probably where, where won't, it was just a could. It just it was it was such a fluky kind yeah, of thing, just right? A weird game. No, you're right. Bortles was awful in that game. This goes to everybody saying college is better because every game matters. Well, you know what? All these damn games come back to matter too. Yeah, they really do. Because you never know which one, but but yeah, it's it's going to. Yeah. Um, right. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk Rams Seahawks. Not a lot to talk about here. Forty-two to seven, the Rams go in and absolutely beat the dog crap out of them. It was 34, 34 to nothing at the half. Like, what do you think those Seahawks fans felt like? I have no idea. I know this. How did this team beat the Eagles a couple weeks ago? Uh, I think they pulled out everything they had. I mean, it's a kitchen sink game. Just everything they have. See, that's the thing that always scares me about the Seahawks because it, they, they're such head cases that you don't know what you're going to end up getting. But this team is a is a. I mean, they're they're a train wreck right now. That as soon as the game's over with, they're immediately pointing fingers at each other. Whenever they start getting blown out like this, they start cheap shotting guys and and trying to take other players out in the other team. I, I don't know, man. I what happened? This team was supposed to be such bullies and such badasses. They're not. It, with Richard Sherman out, like, they're he don't, awful. He, I, he and I know it's not just him. that much, though. I know it's not just him, but, like, it This just, team's not good. They're not disciplined. Sometimes this always ends up happening. Hard-nosed disciplinarian coaches never lose control of their teams. Now, they oftentimes lose games. Eventually, you know, it, it comes to stale voice and, and, and they can't continue to win. But they never lose control of their team. A hundred percent of the time, these "quote unquote" players, coaches, always eventually lose. Whenever it starts going south, and you don't have a hard discipline, and you let the players kind of do what they want and laugh and joke, and oh, it's all about however you feel. That always ends up biting you in the ass because these guys don't know how to take a butt whipping. Yeah, no, you're right. You're supposed to be the daddy. You're supposed to be the one to whip their butt, and and nothing's happening. And nothing. And as soon as, as soon as they get a little bit of fire under their feet, they start pointing fingers, turning on each other, all kinds of craziness. No, it's it's bananas. The whole thing's whole thing's just crazy. All right, let's uh, let's talk Titans and 49ers. Uh, the Titans looked like they came back to life uh, at the end of the uh, second quarter. There, they were down sixteen to three. They drive down the field, uh, you know, a little two minute drill or less than a minute drill, score a touchdown. Uh, get this thing close. They take the lead. They're in the fourth quarter. They're up 23-21. Or uh, 23-22. Yep. Excuse me. And uh, and Jimmy G. Handsome Jimmy G. He's Right so down good. the field. Look, you so know what's crazy about it? Good. It, because you've been watching the Pats forever. Yes. You watch the routes and all the crap that, that they were running with him. It is a carbon copy of what Tom Brady does. That's it. Carbon copy. It it blew my mind to see this the little bit of this that I was able to because it was on at the same time as the he, the Steelers he, game. So but. he talks about this like the very first drive to win the game when he 
first got thrown into the, uh, his his first game, his first win that he got. He talked about after the game, I was thinking of all the things that Tom and Bill talked to me. Joshua Daniels taught me on the sidelines. Go through your progressions. Do this, do that. And as I'm on the field, I'm thinking of those guys. And I'm thinking of everything that they've like, kind of instilled in me. And I want to be like them. Man, he looks like them. Yeah, he really does. I mean, he looks he looks like if I you, thought they if wanted you took to use a Mediterranean looking Tom Brady. Dark yeah. hair, dark eyes, darker complexion, and, and beautiful man. Yeah. He 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 fits in well in San Francisco. He really does. So and I think with Kyle Shanahan, like he's Kyle Shanahan struck gold. That's absolutely I, I thought this they, is the next goal. I thought rush. they wanted to use him like for for trades to get assets. Oh, if they want to, guess what? They can. And right now they could get two first rounds and the second round. I don't right even now. I don't even know that those would be worth having a guy that that obviously controls the locker room. He is he runs the locker room. People believe in him. That whole team is completely different. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. Right now, like is is a franchise quarterback quarterbacking your team for the next four years because you really can only figure out about three or four years in advance. You can't look ten years down right, the road. Right, but I think so. People so, who say, "Oh, well, me. look how young he is; he's much more valuable." Than, eh, let, let's we're just looking three, four years down the road. Three, four years down the road. Here, tell me this. Tell he's me like, this. He's like, look, what, top five. It, it, Are there four other guys you'd want over him? Let's go. Like, I know it's absolutely top ten, top five, maybe, probably, maybe. I don't know. Oh, I think I think the only surefire guy very that I would small take sample size. the only surefire guy I'd take over him for the next four years would be Carson Wentz. Yeah, so it, for you, definitely top five. For He's me, in the conversation with Watson, but like. And see, it's uh, again such a small sample size, it is. but he's he's undefeated as a starter. Well, but Watson's sample size is real small. True. Um, look, tell me, tell me this: is a franchise quarterback for the next three, four, five years yep. worth more than two first rounders and a second rounder? Yeah. Oh yeah. We, go look at the Cleveland Browns. Go I look agree. at go look at, not just the Cleveland Browns. All right, stop. That's a bad example. Go look at the Houston Texans. Oh yeah, they went from a rookie franchise quarterback, rookie. And now they're to two guys that have been in the league for five and six years, and they still can't do shit. Can't do nothing. I mean, they're just garb. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Houston Texans were going to dominate that division. We're in a fist fight with Jacksonville. That would have been unbelievable grudge match to watch. Those two teams play if they were both healthy. Yeah. One team fell apart at the quarterback position. They both have injuries all over the field. Jacksonville's lost a ton of players, too. Jacksonville didn't lose their quarterback, but he wasn't great. Houston lost their quarterback. He yeah. was he was great. What's behind him is terrible. Yeah, no, you're you're entirely right. All right, let's talk about the uh, the Sunday night game. Uh, Monday night was uh, was the Falcons and uh, the Bucks. Pretty good ball game, from what I hear. I didn't watch. Twenty four twenty one. I did not watch the Sunday night game. Cowboys and Raiders, twenty to seventeen. I did watch this. Game. I I heard people talking about it, um, about Jason Garrett not going for it on fourth down or whatever, um, and kicking the field goal and then giving the Raiders the ball back. And then I heard about the fumble going out of the back of the end zone. Did you hear about the piece of paper? I did hear about the piece. I saw pictures on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, this was after my my. 
I'm quitting the NFL rant. Okay. All right. This was after that, but I did see that on Twitter. So, which is let me the ask, most ridiculous let, thing let I me, might have ever let seen. Let me ask your opinion about. There are two ways of thinking this. There was a, if I can fit this piece of paper between the pole and the ball, and the ball touches the paper, then it's a first down. I I see this, and this is not hating on the Cowboys, which I like to make fun of. This is this is true. If you can fit the piece of paper between the pole and the ball, then there's obviously a gap big enough to fit the piece of paper between the pole and the ball, which tells me the ball didn't make it to the pole. Right. I don't understand. Did the ball actually touch the, the piece of paper? Yeah. But if you look at the thing, the piece of paper is folded in half, there's a big gap between it, and the back half is not even close to the pole. There is a zoomed-in, super, <laughs> superimposed picture of this, and the paper is like an inch away, and probably not really an inch. Who had the ball in this spot? The Cowboys. So, if the Cowboys don't get this first down, it's fourth down. The Raiders have the ball in like two or three first downs, and, and the ball game's over. The Raiders have the lead at this time. Cowboys went for it on fourth, and were granted the fourth down. I don't think they got the fourth down. Was the, was the game not tied at this no. point? No, this was the early Raider, on. The Raiders, no, it wasn't early on. The Raiders were up by uh, four, or a touchdown, field, field goal. I don't know what they were up by. Because they, was this the drive where the, the Cowboys had to kick the field goal? No. Okay, Cowboys scored a touchdown to win the game by three. So the Raiders were up by four. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, I got you. Um, what was the question? What am I? What, what are you asking me? I just, I just don't. <laughs> I think if, I think if you can put the paper between the ball and the pole, then obviously there was enough room to drop the paper between the ball and the pole, which says the ball didn't make it. If Agreed. I drop the paper between the ball and the pole, and the paper stops. Why do we not have lasers for first downs now? Like with all the other technology crap that we got, or out a there. chip in the ball, or or like a that's chip what people are something. talking about the chip because they think of tennis. And they see you can see every millisecond where the ball is at all times. Yeah, why is why is that so difficult? And in tennis, the ball's going at like an insanely fast rate too. Like this is we're talking a bunch of money involved here. Oh, we're talking hundred billion dollar organization. Like, well, not not just because of the organization, but like and we're the still, difference we're, in whether or not you the, make that first down is like oh, an entire well, a, season. That could be a playoff spot for the Cowboys. I mean, it, really, it could have been a playoff spot for the Raiders. Oh, and both – you're right. That's right. This That was a loser-leaves-town match. Yeah. So, like – Either one of those teams lose, it's over. Yeah. And and obviously like, the There Raiders is no lost. hope at parole. They're like, you're Ooh. done. Yeah. So, anyway, that was that was crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. I did not watch. I, I did saw, not watch because I was – I saw that. I was done. Why, why did I was, you not watch? Well, it let's – A little butthurt. Let's get ready to run. All right, let's get into the game of the day. Let's get look game of the year. Game of, game the, century, of the year. Man, game, man the it's, ratings on this thing were through the freaking roof. It was like a seventeen point eight nationally. Like, good lord, yeah. the The ratings were insane, and and justly so. It was a fantastic ball this game. Was a heavyweight fight. And honestly, like for the NFL to get even better ratings, it could not have ended any better. This was look. You had Tom Brady leading the the game-winning drive or the game-leading drive, whatever, to get the lead. And then you had the Steelers coming back down the field 
like this was everything that you could have ever wanted if you were the NFL. And you will not tell me for a second that the NFL does not want people talking about this catch rule, right? All it, it literally for the last what two days, that is all has been on radio. I've been hoping to get away from it. I can't get away from I it. I don't think they want people talking about it because it makes them look bad. Just like they didn't want them people talking about it all the years past. Do you think they care if they look bad? Yeah. No, I think they absolutely have an image problem that they are trying to Oh, I think to they've fix. definitely got an image problem. I, I think, they, And I think they have worked incredibly hard to fix it. No, they. I think they do not want that. I think they it's, want I think it's kind of like college football because it, it no, makes ratings col- go up. And college it, football is the only sport in the world where they care more about what you say about the game after it's over than the outcome of the actual game. That's yeah. that's just ridiculous. No, you're you're right about that. It's what I hate about college football. This look, losing Antonio Brown as early as the the Steelers did. I thought they were dead. Yeah, that was a tough loss. Like I thought they were absolutely done and and they weren't. They found nope. a way to get in and and look, they were up by 8 and I I remember telling somebody I don't think it was you. I texted somebody else, and they said, "Oh man, like I think the Steelers are going to pull it out." And I said, "I have seen this crap." Well, you did text me too many times. I did tell you that I've seen this. I know how this is going to end, and I didn't believe just because the offensive line for the Patriots is just so bad. But my God, you've seen it before, and this is what Brady does, right? But what I did not see is Juju Smith-Schuster getting down the field like with a. 70, 60 yard, whatever catch after the run or uh, so, uh, run after the catch. Let, right? let me let me tell you what this is a product of. Not that the Patriots defense is any good. I'm not defending them at all. But the hit on the sidelines where two Patriots guys were going at him. Yes, and both of them quote unquote whiffed, but they didn't like really dive at him or anything. This is a thing where defensive players have been getting fines and penalties all day long from hitting guys late. Yes. And it looked like he was going to go out of bounds, and so they let up. I thought the exact and, same and thing. And he just dusted. And I will tell you this. In the future, Patriot players, don't call them dirty. But if you're on the sidelines, they're going to blow your ass up. Because they almost lost the Super Bowl to Seattle the exact same way. Yep. That Tyler Lockett bullcrap play, if, if Malcolm Butler comes across the middle and just hits him, and blows him up while he's on his back. He can't. The ball can't fall in his lap. But instead, he jumps over him because he doesn't want to get a penalty. And I guarantee you, if he blows him up, he gets a penalty. Oh yeah, guarantee gets a penalty. Absolutely. And and therefore, it's it's one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's all these rules, man. It, it's no, it you know, makes I, it so. I agree. It, it's it's almost unwatchable, right? It now. Yeah, we'll no, say I mean, differently, it's tough. But to a casual fan, yeah. like it is really Well, a casual really fan different. wouldn't have seen that. They would have seen Juju Smith Suster just right. no, I, dust I'm, everyone I'm, I'm and look you. like superhuman. Which he did, and he should be credited for that. That's not a knock on him. No, but it's uh, but it, if they line, weren't afraid of being penalized and, and, and not really the fines, but the penalties, they would have they had to send him into the front row. Yeah. I and agree. just lit him up. I agree. I agree. Um yeah, I look. We can talk about the look at the end of the day. The pass to Jesse James is not what lost them the ball game. Nope, that's I'm not so what lost them the ball game. We were going to get to that. that so we, we can talk about the catch. the catch. You and I disagree with with the catch or the non catch, right? 
So I thought that he made a football move. You said that he can't. And I, and I will tell you that this is not me being a Pats homer. I, I, no, am, I understand where I'm you're coming big, from. But I'm just going to put this out there. I'm a big blowhard for my team before the game start. Nobody is a bigger blowhard for their team than I am before the game start. But once the games are being played and are played, I am the most realistic, honest person about what I saw. I don't hold anything back. If my team did something great, I'm going to tell you. If they did something crappy, I'm going to tell you. I, I do not become a homer once and after the games are over. I've walked. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very consistent with that. It's important to me to be consistent with that. I have felt the same. You and I get along on this, right? So we, we don't – our biases, we try and keep them completely out of, of these types of discussions. Yeah. The, and, the catch, I, I think – and, and based on the rules, but I, I, I actually agree with this part of the rule. If this is all going to be a part of what they want to make a catch, which I disagree with their rule for being a catch, the act of this football move, I think you have to have two feet on the ground and you have to be able to have control over your entire body to become a runner. Because if you actually read the rules, it doesn't say make a football move. It goes through definitions of what they expect and all of those scenarios have to do with you having complete control over your entire body. So when you make a catch like he made, where you are falling into the end zone and he just udged himself from his butt in a different direction, that's not a football move. He's just falling. He, at no See, point in I, time could he ever become a runner to have control over his whole body. The reason that I disagree with this is because in that rule, it talks about there are certain situations where it talks about having your feet on the ground and all that, but it talks about getting control of the ball and then making a football what no, not says, the football move. It says, it says turn up field. Yeah, turn so, up field. So in this situation, rolling he is on going, your butt up field is that, not turning up field. He's going a certain direction. He's going basically side to side. Okay. Right, and he dives and catches the football. He grabs the ball, pulls it back towards him to Correct. show that he has got possession of the nope. ball, yep. and then he turns his body. Okay, even though his his knee has this hit. is all one motion while he's on the ground right. from his, his butt. His knee has hit the ground. Yeah, his hip hits. He turns and he leans and puts the ball over yeah. the goal line. And after the ball has already crossed the plane, yep. his elbow hits, and yep. that's when the ball comes out. Comes out, right? Great. So, and we can get into whether or not the ball actually touched, whether the ball or not there was indisputable the evidence, the ball, all that kind of mess. But bottom line, it is all up to interpretation of the referees as to what that entails. I see. That's and that's you and I, I disagree on this. I don't. I, I think if your team wasn't involved and we didn't see this play happen Sunday and we weren't so fired up, no. This if we read. I have if we been, read these rules and and we saw a random play like that, we'd be like, "That's not turning up field, man. You're not turning up field by falling in a different direction. You have to have control over your body." I have been on the not on this podcast record because we've only been doing it for a year yeah. and a few months. But with the Calvin Johnson thing, no. with the it, like, here's the thing: if it looks like a catch, if it appears to be a catch, and and you look at all the video and whatnot, like that was a catch. The Calvin Johnson thing was a catch. Was a catch. The yeah. Des Bryant thing yeah. was a catch. I, like we're, we're not these are catches. We're not disagreeing with that. But what we agree on is that the rule is 
the rules. Ridiculous. The rules are bad rule. But now we also already. But we do understand the rules, and I and I get that. We like, we addressed this earlier. These games are played at such a high level of competition. It all is coming. Not just this one rule. All of these rules are coming down to one one hundredth of a second, one frame per second, slowing the game down. Watching the replay that slowly, frame by frame, to see if it's in or it's out, see if it's right or if it's wrong, and and they're just trying to get it right. And I I couldn't imagine how difficult this job is. Um, I don't like the rule. Do I like the catch rule the way it is? No. What I do like about it is it's consistent. Okay, you want this rule to stop to change the way the rule is because we're at the goal line. Because once that ball crosses the goal, the, the play should be over. I like the fact that if this happens at the 15-yard or the 20-yard or the 50-yard line, it's an incomplete pass. Therefore, it's an incomplete pass when it happens in the end zone too. What I hate is the fumble out of bounds. It happened um, when the Raiders game. It happened several times Sunday to a bunch of different teams where you are lunging for the end zone. You're reaching out to try to score a touchdown and a defensive player knocks the ball out of your hands, and the ball bounces into the end zone and out of bounds. Everywhere else on the field, if you lose a fumble forward and it rolls out of bounds, you maintain possession, but you cannot advance the ball on a forward, so it goes back to the spot where it was originally fumbled, and it's a loss of down. Yeah. Okay, it's not a penalty, it's not anything. It's just that play is over with, and but it goes back to the original spot. Right. When we get to the end zone, 99 yards, we play it one way. And then when get we the get zone. to the end zone, we change it and make a whole new rule and say, oh, if you lose it here and it goes out of bounds, it's the other team's ball on the 20. It's a touchback. You lose possession, everything. I don't understand that. While I disagree with what's a catch and what's not a catch, I like the consistency of – it's the same rule everywhere else. Because if that would have been an incomplete pass on the 15-yard line, but because he crossed this imaginary barrier that goes all the way to the to the to to space, and with the football, <laughs> then 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 now it's a touchdown. I don't like that aspect of we're going to change the way the rule is called based on where you are on the field. If it's wrong, yeah. it's wrong everywhere. If it's right, it's right everywhere. And so if you told me as much as I hate this rule, and I do, I have one rule to change, I'm changing the fumble rule. I can, yeah, if I, can I fumble that. it at the seven-yard line and it rolls to the five-yard line and out of bounds, it goes back to the seven, and that's where I remain possession. But, but if I fumble it at the two and it goes into the end zone and out of bounds, I lose the ball completely. That's ridiculous. I agree with you. So these are the rules that I hate. Now let's get to the part where that didn't cost you the game. Because that, that was... That did not cost the Steelers the game. What cost what the Steelers second the game? game? That second was down? Second, second down, I guess? Second down. So what, what cost them the game was, instead of being prepared in that situation, if it were to be overturned, because you got to be thinking of everything in this situation, right? This is the difference between a good coach and Mike Tomlin and a great coach and Bill Belichick. This is the difference between a good quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger and a great quarterback in Tom Brady. Yes. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's the truth. This is what this comes down to. Forget if the call went your way or not. This is the difference between good and great. Yes. One is really good. 
Yeah, and what what bothers me is that rather than having something ready for if it were to be overturned, which it was, yep. they ran out and ran something to was it Bryant? They ran a draw. No, they ran a draw play. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a draw play oh, because right. they didn't have any little, timeouts. It was a little swing pass. That's right. Yeah, it was like it right was across a, it, right middle, across the middle. It was short went goal for no line, yards, and there were only twenty. No, it was fifty something seconds left. Yeah, it was plenty of time. Because um, had the touchdown counted, but, but it, Tom would have had a lot. Of, I mean, he wouldn't have had a lot. He had two timeouts and, and like and 50 40, something 50 something seconds, seconds left. I mean, so but you you run this play, yep, and then you can't get everybody lined up. That's right, right, and and you're running down clock, running down clock, running down clock, and they look like they're going to go up and spike the ball. Nobody on that team knew what was going on. If you spike it, you've got fourth and seven. Well, you kick the field goal, but but you got fourth and seven, yeah. and you get a chance to kick a field goal. They to take tie it the overtime because you're at home. You want to go in overtime. I'll tell you right. this. So this is this is where I've actually read into a lot of this and listened to a lot of this. The the radio in in Ben's hair head. Every coach was saying, "Spike the football, clock it, clock it, clock it, clock it, clock it." Yeah. Okay. Hello. And you're, you're oh, still, yeah, I'm we good. Still got I'm you, good, brother. Right. Um, every every <laughs> coach, every coach was was saying clock it. Ben, and you know how we know clock it was the call. Every wide receiver but one stopped when he snapped the football. Just stood straight there and didn't move. Yeah, they didn't budge. They didn't move. They didn't do anything. The blockers didn't block anybody. They just stood straight up because they thought you were going to clock it. He gave a signal. Ben Roethlisberger. This had to come from only him. Gave a signal. To one guy to run a route, and it wasn't a fade. It wasn't somewhere outside or anything like that. In that situation, you've got to run the fade. You got to go outside. You got to go you've outside. Gotta, you got to run something out, and he didn't. What pisses me off, and we've talked about this in the past, is Ben in the locker room throws Haley under the bus. Oh, I don't know what happened. I was told that that was the. I ran the play that was called. I thought we should spike the ball. And I was told, don't clock it, don't clock it, don't clock it. Just an outright lie. That man has taken no responsibility for anything that's ever happened. He, yeah. This is this is not the first time that he's ever gotten in trouble for trying to force something in somewhere he didn't belong. Oh, that's cheap shot, that's, man. Come that's, on now. That's the truth. That's the truth. It's ben Roethlisberger. You can go find him, I'm sure. <laughs> Talk to him about it. He's yeah, just that's, a piece of that's trash. That's a cheap shot, he's man. A, he's a piece of trash, okay? A, you're gonna say, you got Rob Gronkowski he's on your team. He's one of the biggest teams. Oh, Rob ain't never raped anybody. That's he's a, never been accused of raping anybody. He slings that dingling around. Accusation, accusation. He slings that dingling around. He ain't never been accused of nothing. They all want that. We're not going to try and get into into allegations anyway, and whatnot anyway. on this. If you want to talk about the game, we'll talk about the game. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Ben made a bonehead mistake. He took it upon himself to make a bonehead mistake, gets in the locker room, and one thing that everybody in football does is they take responsibility. Yes. You know, hey, that's on me. I'm the leader, yada, yada. Uh-uh. When when Antonio Bryant was doing all that stuff with the media and everything, Ben comes out to the media, we got to keep all this stuff in-house. He don't need to be talking about it with y'all. Literally every day he went and talked to the media about it. Wait a minute now. If we're keeping it in-house, say it one time, we're going to handle it in-house. Yeah. But no, he likes to. He likes to to be a diva. He's a bigger diva than any of these wide receivers could ever be. Yeah. He cost him the game. He made a mistake. He wanted to try to be a hero. The the move, like the one little move across the uh across the field, he throws it to one guy in the middle of four defensive backs. Yep. 
and the ball pops up. Oh yeah, interception. Yeah, you know what's gonna happen? Game over. Like yeah, you know exactly game. what happens there. And the Patriots like, is laughing. Like what are you? What, what's happening? It's it it's unreal to me that that they win the Super Bowl a couple of years ago the same way. Yep. They win this game the same way. Yep. Right. It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, so, I will tell you this. I am. I have been on this kick for a while. I'm contrary to a lot of people. I know that Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. I, I do not knock Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. I do not think he's as great as everyone, like the mythology is making him out to be. Ben Roethlisberger, I think, is very average. I think Ben has looked unbelievable because he's real big and hard to bring down. And he's, he's got surrounded, a big arm. And he just slings it. And he's got some of the best talent in the world. Yep. That that play, oh, Ben throws a 76-yard pass to get him all the way downfield. Really? He threw a screen play behind the line of scrimmage and Juju Smith-Schuster made well, it wasn't everybody behind the line of scrimmage. It was, but, it was right like, in the middle of the field. He did nothing. He did But it was nothing. under the defense. He just, I know. He just threw a dunk pass to somebody to, to, to keep him from getting sacked. And that person did amazing things. He had yeah. Le'Veon Bell his whole life do these things. Antonio Brown, before then, he had guys like Plesco Burris and, and, and Mike Williams at their prime doing these things. Yeah. He's going to go into the Hall of Fame. He's got two Super Bowl rings. And I think he's a very average quarterback. I'm not saying he's terrible. I'm not saying he's, he's, he's mediocre at all. But I think he's at the top end of average. Yeah. I could go and with that. It really bothers me that he gets credit. I, th- I think for he being makes some very boneheaded great decisions. Quarterback, very boneheaded decisions. So the catch is one thing. The end of it, the Steelers the deserved to lose the game because they were not prepared. Because when you're in that situation, you got fifty something seconds left, even with no timeouts. It is second down, like or third down. It's third down. Yeah, no, it's it's second down. It's second down. Uh, because the touchdown pass was on first down. You got two plays with 50-something seconds left to run something, and they throw the ball in the middle of the field and don't get to the – like, what are you doing? No, I don't I don't, I don't, don't understand. And then how do you – And then the fake spike thing is just yeah. ridiculous. Like, I don't get I, it. Oh, my God. I don't know how much of that to put on Todd Haley. I just find this No, it, I don't think it was on Todd Haley at all. I, I See, I don't that, either. I think that Ben Roethlisberger – I, I, well, I'm talking about even like down down three would have been down two. Yeah, the, well, the, the, they were the, down the, three. The the no, I'm not talking about down the, the down. The, oh, the, the first sec- second down. It was the, second down. Yeah, the very first pass after was, after the non catch. Second down. It was second down. That's right. So that like did Todd call that play? Because I think everything has to go to the end zone at that time. Like you can't run a two yard play. Everything has to go to the end zone. That's that's what I assumed. Yeah, I don't. I, it's just so crazy to me, but it was a great game. Do I think that it will come down to these two teams in the AFC Championship game? I don't yeah, know. I, I, See, well, I, it depends on what happens with Jacksonville. About it. Jacksonville and, and woo. Sorry about that. I don't know what just blew up. Uh, Jacksonville and Kansas City are both starting to scare me. I don't think that the Steelers – I think the Steelers have Kansas City's number. That's what I think. They always have. You're right. They have all – I mean, historically, yeah. So that's that's where I am on that. Um, I, I do think it comes down to these two teams in Foxborough. That's, that's what I'm thinking. And I could be completely wrong. 
but I, I don't think I am. I, I think I think it's going to be these two in Foxborough. I don't. That, Jacksonville scares me. Yeah, I know, I know I could look like an idiot when they lose in the first round of the playoffs because Blake Burrows does something stupid, but they're but you starting, never know. They're starting to scare me. All right, that one went long. It's all good though. All right, we're gonna wrap that thing up. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at GaryWCE. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551-226-9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team, or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time, have a good one, guys.